how do you pivot quickly? How do you see that and be like, oh, I'm here again in this space. I don't want to be in living the lesson. I really am ready to fucking learn. (laughs) How do you have healthy boundaries in that? How do you, you know, remain in a space of love and compassion for yourself and learn the lesson and integrate it and then again, move forward without being nailed to the fucking cross and being on a path of martyrdom. This is Welcoming Wealth, spiritual nourishment for the magical soul. This podcast is for the coach, healer, and mystical creative who is in it for more than just the money. I'm your host, Meg Thompson, on a mission to support fellow powerful humans to step into your worthiness, deservingness, and to welcome more wealth. Hello, and welcome to another solo podcast with yours truly, Meg Thompson. Always so glad and grateful to connect with you. Yeah, so as you can tell, this month, the themes are around boundaries and what it really means to bloom. And You know, this podcast and this episode is for you if you know you can do it alone, but you don't have to. You're ready for support to hold and expand your bandwidth. It can often be easier for you to do the energy work and inner work than have the hard conversations in real life about boundaries and about your needs and your desires being met. Um, If you're a generational trauma breaker who knows that you hold the frequency for your family. Definitely this episode's for you if you're a recovering people pleaser. And if you're ready for that missing key or the missing puzzle piece to support you to have more access to your power, because it's time to stop sacrificing yourself and your health and your joyful well-being only to create stability and happiness for other people or just to see the best in other people and let them show you otherwise. If you grew up boundaryless and you're learning how to continue to hold and create healthy boundaries that aren't walls around your heart, then this is for you. Today we're going to talk about how to set the tone for your life to heal and clear energy blockages and leaks and what It really means to be compassionate with yourself when you are moving in a different direction that is more organic and more aligned to your soul purpose. So I don't want you to wait anymore for permission for somebody outside of you to validate you or tell you that you're good enough or that you've done a good enough job or that you're worthy and ready to bloom or that, okay, you've done XYZ, you've gotten an A+, now you're allowed to be the person you deeply know you incarnated to be. You know, I think that we often, especially growing up boundaryless, if that's the case, which it was for me, we tend to look for external validation to give us permission to embody and be who we incarnated to be. And that's not how we find it, is it? (laughs) So, One of the things that seems to come up a lot in my practice, and of course, inevitably in my own life, is not giving myself permission and my clients, of course, not giving themselves permission to make mistakes, to fuck up, 
and, and to learn from it. You know, maybe retrospect we will, or it'll take a few days, but there can be this habit, especially around something that you really want to change in your life, be it, you know, if you are ready to call in a partner that's really deep and committed, or if you want to have really beautiful, intimate, connected relationships with your children and you don't want to cause unnecessary trauma to their subconscious minds, even though it's really hard to raise children and be a human being while doing your own things and healing your own shit. Um, or maybe you want to shift your relationship to your own worthiness and the amount of work you do in the world and your workload and how you work all the time and you feel exhausted, whatever it is for you. There can be this perpetuation to fall back in old patterns or to say, I'm not going to do this anymore, right? I'm not going to get upset when my child has 16 meltdowns in one day. I'm going to stay calm and I'm going to be like the calm in the storm. And then maybe you lash out or maybe you yell or maybe you act the way that you don't want to act. And then you nail yourself to a fucking cross, become the martyr of your motherhood or whatever it is and feel terrible for days or maybe hours. That's something historically I've done a lot in my life. And there is a revolutionary approach to boundary setting without feeling like a bitch. And that really starts on the inside with radical self-compassion. And I know that those are really pretty words and they can sound so nice and so wonderful. Yes, Megan, radical self-compassion, that sounds nice. But in the thick of the moment, when you've done the thing that you wish you didn't do, when you acted the way that you didn't want to act, maybe you got sucked into an argument that you knew you were getting baited into, or maybe you once again find yourself seeing the best in other people and they keep showing you who they are and you keep trying to just see the best. Or another one that I see a lot is you keep saying that you want to be less busy and you want to have more time freedom and then you fill your fucking life with so much work all the time and you're feeling burnt out and overwhelmed and so how do you pivot quickly how do you see that and be like oh i'm here again in this space i don't want to be in living the lesson i really am ready to fucking learn (laughs) how do you have healthy boundaries in that how do you you know, remain in a space of love and compassion for yourself and learn the lesson and integrate it and then again move forward without being nailed to the fucking cross and being on a path of martyrdom. And I know I'm not alone and that's why I'm sharing this today because this is one of like those most common hidden shames that all of us, every single person listening, every single person on the planet navigates. This is not, you're not the only one who gets stressed and eats an entire bar of chocolate on the way home from the grocery store because you're overwhelmed. (laughs) Not like you've ever done that, right? I've definitely never done that. (laughs) Wink, wink. You know, it's, there's something about breaking the illusion that everybody else is somehow living a perfect life and never reacts and never has a hard time and are perfect parents or perfect business owners or perfect you know, partners or whatever it is. And so I want you to bring forth something in your life that you know you've been trying to set a healthy boundary with or you've been working on having healthy boundaries around that you keep finding yourself either messing up or not doing it the way that you wish you did. Oh, I told myself I wouldn't do that again. And here I am fucking doing that thing again. I want you to bring that thing to mind. 
And I want you to take a big, deep breath. And when you start to bring it into your consciousness, or just imagine it just outside of your energetic field, and if you're driving, you can do this with your eyes open, just imagining it outside your energetic field. How does it feel? What does it stir up in you? Does it activate shame, frustration, feelings like you should be further along by now? Does it make you feel like perfectionism paralysis? Or maybe like, who am I? I'm no good at what I do. I'm such an imposter. Look at these human things that I do that I wish I didn't do because it's not very spiritual or healthy or healer-like to do X, Y, Z. Just notice those things. And what if I told you that those things were actually soul curriculum and were gifts? And that in the act of resisting them or in the act of nailing yourself to the cross and feeling like a terrible person and kind of steeping yourself in shame and guilt is what perpetuates them is what can makes them continue to happen. What if I told you that the solution to them is not actually in trying to fix it or change it or, you know, not be like that anymore? What if I told you it was in accepting that these are the things that I've done and this is how I've reacted so far and I'm going to choose to accept that and love myself and be compassionate with myself now, knowing that I'm learning and that my intention or the tone I'm intending to set within me is a different tone. And what if I told you that you will get another opportunity, another organic initiation externally to do that again, to do that thing you keep trying not to do again? And you might do it and you might get sucked into it and you might have the same reaction, the same response. But maybe your wallowing time or your time nailed to the cross will be less. Would that be good enough? What if part of your soul curriculum or in this boundary setting of this blooming is less about the fact that you did the thing that you keep saying you don't want to do and more about the, the healing of the fissure or the healing of the wound? or the healing of the painful thing, of the painful shame. Here's the illusion. We think that we're not supposed to experience these hard things, or we think we're not supposed to be and act like these ways that we be and we act, and that there's something wrong with us inherently. And that, what if I told you that was actually the problem? And that is actually the boundary we need to set with ourselves in believing that we need to be something than we actually are. What if it was time to shift from being the cup filler for everybody else to being fulfilled? What if I told you embodying healthy boundaries is like the master key that sets the tone for your self-worth? So imagine if your fear of hurting other feelings by feeling their feelings before you even set the boundary was just no longer an issue. Or imagine if you have the support to hold and expand your bandwidth and your capacity with more ease. 
imagine if you felt connected and uplifted, inspired, and attuned to your purpose and inner, inner wisdom in a way that gave you straight up pussy tingles. How would you feel? So that thing that you put outside of your energetic field, what is it wanting to teach you? Can you be willing to learn the lesson that's in there? And maybe the lesson is like, hey, I'm still worthy of my love, even though sometimes I'm a fucking douchebag. I know I learned that lesson a lot. I'm, yes, I'm spiritual. Yes, I have this podcast and I work with clients all over the world and I do a lot of healing work. And of course, I do a lot of healing work on myself. But do you know why I started this? Because I was a fucking asshole. And do you know what happens? I'm still a fucking asshole sometimes. I get triggered and overwhelmed. I haven't had enough sleep and I've been navigating a three-year-old screaming and having their 15th mother fucking temper tantrum about wanting to wear a different pair of shoes than the shoes that are readily available. And I snap. And I yell like I say I never am gonna yell. And I act the way I say I'm never gonna act. And then I nail myself to the cross. I'm a terrible mother. I'm the worst. Who do I think I am? Oh my gosh, I am so awful. And I've had those experiences. I had that experience like three days ago. But I found that time and time again, the quicker I can heal the wound, the quicker I can shift from throwing myself a pity party for making a mistake and for Yes, knowing like, okay, my reactions to my child are often coming from my own fight, flight, freeze, fawn response from my nervous system that has been toned from my childhood and my subconscious mind. And yes, I know that I am impacting their subconscious mind and creating the subconscious practices. Like, yes, I can be aware of all these things and... I need to forgive myself so I can move forward. And I need to have that hard conversation. I need to apologize for acting the way that I acted. And I need to say, hey, mommy got upset and she yelled. But she's done yelling right now. Was that scary? I'm sorry. I'll do my best not to yell anymore. Can you do your best to not scream in the car when I'm driving? Because it's really hard. And these are very common conversations I have in my home on a regular basis. (laughs) And I'm not saying that the way that I do things and the way that I parent and all of that is the best way. I'm just sharing an example. And so this is exactly what my new program, Boundaried and Blooming, supports you to master. By welcoming these organic initiations, this is a sacred space to support powerful legacy holders like you to keep the soul work momentum going while you tend to the sacred fire of your family and most intimate relationships. So I just want to share briefly a few of the results that my clients have had in working with me. Thank you for seeing me unconditionally, Eliana says, and holding my hand through a very challenging year emotionally. Thank you for watching over me and my business like a good friend, mother figure who wanted to nurture me so I could fly on my own without holding me back from remembering I was the one with the signs all along. Thank you for your work in the world. 
it's working, Meg. I've tipped, I haven't tipped the scales in some ways, but in others, I've tipped it so bar, far back into balance that I don't even need to weigh myself anymore. I know my value, I know my worth, and I know that I'm already successful doing things my way. So that is a testimonial from Eliana. Here's another one. Ready to dig deep into your own ambitions and healing. Meg is your woman. She summons you to remember your own powers. This reminder goes well beyond magic, business, or relationship because it targets your inner self. And this work is deeper than building anything because this is the healing. This is healing your foundation, your nervous and immune system, says Ashley. And I'll share one more. I'm leading a life full of healing for myself and others. Witnessing the transformation and evolution of my clients is truly the most life-affirming experience. The growth in my intimate relationship as a result of my own internal work is stunning as well, says Sarah. One of the things that makes working in any of my programs different than others, and of course, like, most people listening to this, they've done a ton of work. You've, you've got a toolbox, right? And, and that's when people come to me, when they already have a tool, toolbox full of tools and they're ready to integrate them and into their physical, tangible life, right? To have the space held for, for you to really embody the gifts that you have and the ones that you're wake, awakening to, to deepen your intimate connections. Because I know that everything touches everything. And so once you're in a container with me, that's what we do. We're not just focusing on business or we're not just focusing on boundaries, although in Boundary and Blooming, that's our primary focus. We focus on how everything touches everything and how your foundation, whatever that may be, is the most important part. So I'll have people come into the containers who have just started and this is their first time really setting boundaries or you may be somebody who's been working on boundaries for 10 years with your therapist and you're pretty good at it, but now you have to start asking for your needs to be met in a new relationship or you're ready to have children or you have children and you're really working on not projecting your ancestral trauma onto your children, right? Healthy boundaries weren't part of my childhood curriculum. I didn't know where I ended and where my mom began. I just didn't know. And as a hypersensitive being, I literally took on all the world and felt like it was my job to make everyone happy. (laughs) And to be honest, motherhood like woke me the fuck up and showed me how to have boundaries. And some boundaries were activated by this like primal motherhood, mama bear, like don't you fuck with my kid. And some were these like flimmy, flimsy, like scary, I know I have to have a boundary with this, this is really hard. (laughs) And as my child taught me, as children do, and life was life, with all of its messy initiations and twists and turns, I really learned that I couldn't just tell my daughter how to have healthy boundaries and live a purposeful life. I needed to be the one to embody and live it. And here's what I've learned. Boundaries aren't walls we put up around our hearts. And they aren't always hard and scary conversations, although sometimes they are. Boundaries are mostly trusting your intuition enough to act from the wisdom contained within it. 
Boundaries are coming into a wholehearted state where your upper chakra centers and your lower chakra centers are working in harmony. You are one. They're coming into a wholeness, your own way. Eating well because it feels good. Saying no because it feels right. They're a deconditioning of the people pleaser who lives within you, who used to care for everyone first all the time. When you have healthy boundaries, literally everyone wins. And I always say that relationship is the playground of transformation, and it is. And that is why I created Boundary and Blooming, because over the last two years, I realized that the number one thing that I've been doing in my life, yes, with building my business and tending to my family and all of the twists and turns that have come with the last couple years, what I've learned is how to hold and set the tone for my life so that the organic initiations or opportunities to set boundaries around like vampires or leeches, like people in my life that were energy le leeches came up and it was really maybe frustrating and hard to set the boundary. But once I did, I was like, oh my God, I have reclaimed so much life force. And I have set boundaries in relationships that I never thought I would set a boundary in. And I didn't realize how much life force was being sucked out of me. And this is super common, I find, especially in people who are natural healers and natural caretakers, because you really do see the best in everybody and you really do want to support other people and you really value and know that you've got a whole toolbox of tools. And if people just, you know, would use some of these tools, they would see results in their lives. And that's true and it's not your job unless you have some monetary exchange and you are doing it for work and there's that clear clear resonance and consent because you need to have healthy boundaries right that's really what it all boils down to is that healthy boundaries are the key to all of it, especially to you reclaiming your, your power. So in Boundaries and Blooming, we play on that playground of this play, this relationship as the playground of transformation. And we play like the magical witches we incarnated to be. And when I say witch, I mean women who make their own fate, who hold the frequency of their family and are devoted to being generational trauma breakers is that you if it is you i'd love to have you in this program if it's not and you're just really enjoying this podcast episode i'm really glad you're here you know boundaries are so fucking vital and they don't have to be like this oh my god i need to sound like set boundaries with this and this and this and this when you set the boundary within when you decide to set the tone of your own self-worth and your own self-value the boundaries will appear. The healthy boundaries you need to set will appear. And here's the thing. You know when your boundary is crossed, when you're angry, when you're fucking pissed, when you're reacting. That is the signal that a boundary that you have, a natural boundary that you have has been crossed. And then here you are having the opportunity to make a choice. Are you going to continue to allow that boundary to be crossed or are you going to make a change? Are you going to be compassionate with yourself for not knowing what you know? Would you know now? Are you going to be compassionate with yourself for making mistakes and fucking up because you're fucking human? I hope you will. 
I know I continue to do my best every day. I'm being compassionate with myself for being a fucking human because Lord knows I am and I make mistakes all the time. Okay, so thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot, tag me at I am Meg Thompson on Instagram. I always love that. And if you're interested in learning more about Boundary and Blooming and being in this program, we are enrolling right now. You can click the link in the show notes. You can go to megthompson.com slash boundaries, or you can email me at immegthompson at gmail.com to let me know you're interested and we can get you enrolled. All right, there's limited spaces. So if you know you want in, and I would encourage you to trust your intuition and join the party. All right, enjoy your day. Forgive yourself for being an asshole because we're all assholes sometimes. And thanks for being here.